When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Boom, boom. We are here on Pushing the Limit podcast with me, Danny Bucken. We've been friends for a long time and I'm going to introduce Jake Dixon. How are you, mate? Was going towards the, <laughs> the bramble bush, but somehow made it around the corner and dad's like, yeah, he's definitely going to be a much soccer racer. Old mate landed in the ditch he was leading <laughs> and I won the race because he, he was yeah, in the ditch. Yeah. Me hanging my fat ass off the side <laughs> up Cadwell. Into the season, I had a really good season with that. I won the first race at Donington. Bike were blowing up pretty much every race. You had like your foot peg and your handlebar in the floor but your head was like on top of the tank. Into the hairpin, lost the front, took me out and then I got hit by Josh Wainwright. I don't know if I can race, I, can, I can't walk. Like you are a determined son of a bitch. And I remember you saying your head is fat mate. I would do anything for her and I still will to this day and I will till the day I die. Winning the year before. To starting at the back. To being at the back yeah. on a shit bike. I will be world champion. Hi guys, we are here on Pushing the Limit podcast with me, Danny Bucken, season one, episode one. Not really too sure what I'm doing, so uh, give me a break, but uh, yeah, here goes. So we have the pleasure of listening to a story of a guy who uh, has been a friend of mine for a long time. No, we've not been friends. <laughs> we've been friends for a long time, and I'm going to introduce Jake Dixon. How are you, mate? Good, mate. You? Welcome to London. God, why do we have to be so sensible on this? <laughs> I know. Let's just get real I with know, it. I know, I know. But um, yeah, obviously, uh, yeah. how's everything been, mate? Obviously, long season, back after, what was it, 18 rounds this year? First, No. How many was it this Dan, year? you should know me long enough and now. It is 20 <laughs> rounds. 20 rounds this year. 22 <laughs> next year? Yeah, 22 next yeah, year. Yeah, so 20 rounds, mate. That's mental, isn't it? Was, it, was you excited to be home or did you feel like you had a little bit more to give and you was wanted to keep going obviously when you're on the road it's it's stressful but once you stop it's difficult to to stop um and i never really did stop in this winter because when i got home then i needed to do things around the house obviously, oh, yeah. i didn't need to right oh, hand what, in hand. what? yeah <laughs> no uh obviously i needed to do yeah. some things around the house i wanted to sort the front drive out so i sorted that out and uh yeah it's been non-stop and then obviously got man flu 
and then uh, come down to see you. <laughs> Had the pleasure to see your oh, good-looking no, face. I know. No, I wanted to know because, like, at the end of the season, when it's when you're having such a good season, obviously you think you don't want it to end there. You just want to, like, you want another round, another round. But I know that, like, my schedule is half as busy as yours. And yeah, I just didn't know if you're like when you get home, you just want to reset. Done. Obviously, spend some time with Sarah just at home. And Larry? Yeah, I don't know. The first, This is the, probably, I said to Sarah the other day, this is the first time in an off-season where I've been content. Mm. Usually uh, in Moto2, because things haven't gone quite right in the season and, and I hadn't proven what I can prove, that I'm always wanting to get back to the season to start again, where this time I can actually sit back, relax, and uh, I've got nothing to prove now. I know I can do it. I yeah. know I'm one of the best uh, in Moto2 and... Um, yeah, it's just a matter of building and uh, yeah, I feel like uh, I've got a good base to build on now. Yeah, banging. Well, before we talk about next year and everything else, I want to know, obviously, I know you, I've known you for quite a while, but when was, what was your like first memory of motorbike? Like, obviously, your family history of motorbike racing, but what's, yeah. what's the earliest memory you've got of a motorbike? The first memory is, I think I must have been about three or four years old and we was at Nan and Grandad's and I had a PW50 pretty much everyone did um and i remember it was it was white and it had a pink seat of suit you yeah <laughs> and um dad i was riding around and then dad wanted to take the because they you can like de-restrict them and dad wanted to like, like a little needle in the yeah, front yeah, yeah. so dad yeah, was like de-restricting it and he says jake you have to be careful on this and he's dead i can remember it like really clear and he says you have to be re like really really careful yeah, yeah. now because You've got a lot more range in the throttle and it'll go a lot faster. <laughs> I remember just pulling it back for the first time and just didn't know how yeah. to turn it back off again and was going towards the, <laughs> the bramble bush, but somehow made it around the corner. And dad's like, yeah, he's definitely going to be a motorcycle racer. And that was it, Bosch. Yeah, and that was it. Done. So four years old, three or four years mm. old, PW50, round Nan and Granddad's house, just like dragging foot pegs from three years old. My little sister did that, Rianne. First time she ever got on a motocross bike, just... Just went like that, just full gas straight into the hedge. Well, better yeah, than you then. Better than me. You've never been full gas. No, exactly. And then what about, so then, and then you started obviously motocross, didn't you? You went into motocross or super I did, first? Yeah, but I did a bit of motocross, but nothing, nothing where I did it long enough, you know? I was always like bits and bobs because we never had enough money to, to be fully committed into it. We would do the odd Saturday and Sunday here and there. I did a few East Kent races. East Kent, oh yeah. Oof, yeah. I was there. And I did, uh, I raced more in 50s when we did motocross than I did any other class. I never raced 65s and I did a couple of races in 85s, but I won at, do you remember Newnham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. That's Kent's like home track. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I raced at Newnham and I won my first race at Newnham and I came, after the first time I won, I came into the pits and you'd always have to do a lap of honour, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, after wave you, everyone. Yeah, and I didn't even know I won, so I pull in the pits, my brother runs over, Jake, go, go, go. Yeah. you got to go around. I says, what, go around for what? He I says, oh, you've that. won the race. Have I? Didn't even know, mate. The old mate landed in the ditch he was leading <laughs> and I won the race because he, he was yeah, in the ditch. Yeah, decent. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was good. Them drop-offs there. My old man, I remember him one time. You could double them. Yeah, he's saying, you need to hit it harder. I was like, yeah, oh, mate, yeah, my uh, dad was a motocross dad. Your your dad is still a motocross dad. Still is a motocross dad. <laughs> Big Jim, we all love him. <laughs> Big Jim TikTok, in case anyone needs to know. Hey, if anyone needs to know, Big Jim on TikTok is is his man of man of many he's talents. Bad, isn't it? <laughs> and then obviously, so from there, you did go Super Mario, didn't you? Then I did Super Mario, and that was in 2007 was my first year. And I remember dad saying, look, let's try Super Mario. I think you'll be better suited to, to that rather than motocross. I was an okay motocross rider. I was not anything special. I've seen you, mate. You go all right. No. 
No. I go, I, I go all right, I'm endurance. <laughs> I go for a long time. <laughs> no, but um, 2007, we went and dad, I said to dad, oh, yeah, I'm going to win the championship. He says, no, you're really not. Like, it's your first year mm. in Supermoto. There's a lot of fast people. I says, yeah, whatever, dad. Like, being yeah, the right. cocky... 12 year old that I would have been yeah yeah I'll be alright dad I'll win it Yeah. and uh, I started off and the first race meeting I did alright and then I got into the season and then by the end of the season I actually won it so I was like well smug with myself and then but 2008 uh, we run out of money again so I didn't do anything in 2008 and then 2009 not a lot I did the odd race in Supermoto and then I did one race in Super Teens right at the end of the year of the last Thundersport yeah, round. Yeah. And I think I did it at Rockingham. So, and I, I don't, can't remember where I finished in that. No, it was at Brand, sorry. And I high-sided round Clearways. Bosh. That's why I remember That is it. That is yeah. the high-side. Yeah, high-side. On the Aprilia. Super, super Team 125. <laughs> you must have so power. much lean angle. <laughs> yeah, but do you not remember my style? I was pushed down the yeah, bike. Yeah, and you like just had super so much lean angle. <laughs> yeah. We'll, so. get, we'll get to that story, obviously, the this, the uh, Spanish one. And yeah. then, obviously, yeah. And what was your dad doing? For, what was your dad doing, like, like money-wise? Like, uh, well, he always... He just... uh, at the time, he always owned a motorbike shop mm. um, down Coon Valley Road in Dover. It's not the nicest of place. Pretty rough. Literally, I am from Dover. Yeah. Like, born and bred. Dover where massive, dad's, Where dad's Shout out. shop is. Yeah. <laughs> Motorbike shop was opposite. I got... I was into this world. Yeah. I was born into was this you? world. Was you? Yeah, he was yeah. born into <laughs> Dover, mate. I was Coon born Valley. and bred. Coombe Valley Road, that mate. That is it. So, yeah, deep down, love, love Dover. Born in the shop, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then obviously then... And then you went into the um, Super Teens, didn't you? Did you do the Super Teens year after that then? 2010. 2010 was full first year and um won a lot of races crashed a lot though crashed far too much it's been the story of my life really but you was quick Cra though yeah dad always said to me you need to stop crashing but no, no, at no. least you're fast so you yeah yeah shut up dad it's and obviously like your dad like a little bit about the family history your dad was world, yeah world, we've got to shout we've got to shout darren out he mate. don't need any more shout praise than out, what mate. he's ever had. world champion sidecar <laughs> as he would tell us two times but he did have three wheels which is not the same is it yeah really? exactly yeah, i much said easier with three i said wheels. to him i'm more successful on it is two wheels it's much easier three wheels i definitely think so <laughs> <laughs> I would never. You wouldn't pay me enough to get me in a sidecar. Yeah, all right. Here's a scenario. Would you get on the back of me if I was driving the sidecar? I don't know, because I know you wouldn't want to crash, You'd be but good I know for weight. loose. You'd be so good I'd for weight. Off-season especially, win. yeah. We'd have so much grip. You'd have we? to lose some weight, We'd though. We'd have so much grip. <laughs> no straight-line speed. No straight-line no speed, straight but we've got so speed. much corner so speed. So much grip, mate. Just full gas. <laughs> me hanging my fat ass off the side <laughs> up Cadwell. Up turn one at Cadwell. Yeah, exactly. That's not good. And then, yeah, so obviously, so Super yeah, Teams, so 2010. 2010, and yeah, like I said, done a lot of crashing, done some winning. Um, Is that when I met you, 2010? When I was all arrogant no, in that? No, 2011, <laughs> that was. I met Danny for the first time in 2011. I was this little fat kid as well. Like, yeah, and, and you were yeah. so arrogant. It was ridiculous. We were down on the little, like, it's like the rally track yeah. bit, isn't it? Yeah. And you're the most arrogant fat kid I'd ever just knew, seen in my just whole knew life. knew I had it, mate. Yeah, but mate... <laughs> <laughs> No, I had it. You was on 600 or 400. No, I had it. No, you were on 400. No, 2010, 600, 2011,000, stock thousands I went. Oh, so you would yeah. have been 2011. You would have, oh, yeah. mate, you was big time then. Yeah, I was big time. Stock you was thousands. big time. Won the first round at Brands. Don't yeah, don't so I met you for you're an absolute idiot. Yeah. And who is this guy? And then... He's um, like, hello, mate, I'm Jake Dixon. I was like, yeah, decent. Yeah, you're like, decent. Yeah, go away, mate. Just walked off. I don't even know who you are. No. You're a little 450. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would have been in Thundersport on the Aprilia 450s. Mm. So I went super teens then Prillia 450. 
where you would have been on Stockhausen. Yeah. And then obviously that's when you was, when did you, when was you, when was you like, mate, I, like, I always remember a point in my career where I was like, oh my God, I could actually do this as a career. Like, I know when we're younger, we're like, mate, we're going to race bikes, we're going to race bikes. I but when know. was that turning point for you where you was like, I'm actually going to be able to do this professionally now? Um, think when good, you got, actually, good question. I've never, ever thought about that. Maybe when you went, do you know when you went superbike halfway through the season and you did well on it, didn't you, straight away? Yeah, that, <clears throat> yeah, probably. Let's not skip though, because you went obviously, you went from the 450 to stock 600s at junior with... Um, motor breakers yeah. and motor breakers at the time. So 450s, I finished second in the championship to James Fulcard. Again, story of my life in them first two years, I crashed far too much. And then uh, that after that year, dad says to me, we haven't got no money. Like literally. <laughs> done the budget, mate. Times yeah, four, like time, we're done. Time's done, yeah. mate. And so we needed some sponsors, but we didn't really have any. We, I've got the loyal sponsors that have been with me from the beginning that are still with me now. And um, yeah, it was motor breakers that last minute gave me an opportunity to, to ride a 600 in British Superstock. And I remember just doing one test before the first round and I'd only ever ridden. No, I didn't. One test at Mallory Park and I remember getting on it and loved it. It was so good. Testing at Mallory as well. Like. Oh, but yeah. at that time I didn't care. I knew no different. And <laughs> whatever, yeah. I was yeah. loving it. And um, I just thought, oh my God, like literally this is what I'm made for. Mm. Big bikes. Yeah. Or at the time, bigger bike bigger than bike. what I had. And um, when you make that transition, it's you think massive. Wow, mate, I can hire something. You this think everywhere from a 450 yeah. to a 600. I remember opening up for the first time <laughs> and thinking like going down Mallory Strait, like oh my god. And now you think if you got on a 600, you'd be like oh my god, it's just dog, I can't hire myself. Dog slow. Yeah, things, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. You can't. Oh, no, you oh, can, but yeah. Quite easily high yeah, size yeah, still. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so went from that and then went to the first race. Again, dad, dad always used to say, I used to be really confident. And now I'm like, I'm, I'm not not confident, but in riding, I still, I doubt myself more. I think as the, you go up the ranks, you just start to doubt yourself a lot more. <clears throat> but at that time, I was young, fresh, and, and just thought I was going to absolutely destroy everyone. And I said to dad, I'm going to win the championship. I'm going to win the first race. Dad's like, just, you need to calm down. You, you just do this all the time. You crash far too much. So just calm down. Yeah. We go to the first race, qualify third, and um, I'd never ridden a bike in the wet before at Brands Indy. And I started off in warm-up, and I finished warm-up 24th, and I'm thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. I'm third on the grid, yeah. and I'm going oh, backwards no. in this race. Yeah, yeah. But went off and uh, luckily got into a good rhythm and won the race by 10 seconds, so it was, was a good uh, good thing. So then I'm Tick. well I'm like Tick. well confident. Osh, yeah, well that, yeah. Then I had many crashes yeah but i think it's the start of the career you know third year in road racing crashing far too much just sending it that's what i literally like just you just hey, go out story of your life you still send it oh, so but i think it's really funny because like even now like obviously at a professional at like, the level like we're at obviously you're you're in my gp paddock but you you do lose that like innocence and the naivety of like when you're young you don't, don't think about anything else do you other no. than winning like now you're like right, the race is long, I need to look after my tyre. Yeah. This is happening, this is happening. When you're young, mate, you just send it. You don't literally care, do you, about no. the conditions? You or... just go as hard as you can. And, like, for the whole race. Harder. Your arms could be falling off. Yeah, and you're, still pushing. you're just going hard at yeah. it, mate. Yeah. But you don't think of, 
you don't think of anything really. You just there's no fear when you're young. No, you just go. Just and there's more like a race weekend now. So tactical, isn't it? It's like FP one and everything two. Everything's matters. so crucial. Mm. Always trying to work through something. Mate, I couldn't care what a bike setup was back in the day. No. Literally, I would just go out, ride it as hard as I could ride it. And if it didn't go fast enough, I'd be thinking, well, it's me rather than it yeah, could yeah. Be, potentially be the bike, you know? So. And now as soon as it starts to run wide, like you start like a millimetre offline, you're like, nah, I'm pulling in. Yeah. Nah, nah, mate, yeah, the bike's yeah, yeah. running yeah, wide. It's, it's not good, yeah. Well, how bad? Well, yeah, it's terrible, mate. It's like, it's like I'm over there, man. I'm like foot offline. <laughs> It's like, mate, when you're younger, you kid, just don't mate, care. Foot off line, mate. No, you just be full it. gas, just twisting it on the gravel. I'll lean it over more. Yeah, just spinning up, whatever. Yeah. If you crash, you go, whatever, mate. I'll lean it up. And then, um, yeah, and then obviously you went to Supersport then, didn't you? Supersport, and, and then I went with Craig to Supersport. It, it was Supersport Evo at the time, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it was like, like a class within a class. Yeah, yeah. And that was a little bit more difficult. I had one pole position in that year when it was like Graham Gowland... Glenn Richards, Billy McConnell, yeah, yeah. Stuart Easton. Mossy was there on the trial. Mossy, yeah. yeah. They, so, so they were all there and, yeah, done that. And then I broke my scaphoid. That was a stacked field, man. Yeah, massive yeah. high side. <laughs> Alton Park. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, Stock 600, I went all right around there. But when I got to Supersport, I really struggled. And I was like, took me ages to figure out how to go really fast around Alton Park. For so, yeah. so long, I was so bad. I'm still trying to figure it out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for yeah. so long, it's yeah. it's such a technical track that, yeah, it's one of them things that took me so, so long. I used to get arm pump all the time, and I never get arm pump now. Probably too stressful, like overriding yeah, the just, thing, weren't you? Hard, and yeah. I think the one common denominator I always used to do is, if I wanted to go faster, I always used to try brake later, but I think that's the same for everyone. Until you try and figure it out now that actually... Breaking earlier to prepare the corners much better. We still have than... this conversation. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jake, Jake, I'm qualifying now, mate. Yeah. How do I go faster? Yeah. Dan, Jake, Jake, there's Dan, something you're definitely Dan, doing with just bike calm setups. down. Oh, mate. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. So then, so then, broke my scaphoid. Yeah. Come back in 2014 with Apple Yards. Had an absolute disaster of a year. Well, but yam, yams again. Yams, yams again, yeah, but yeah. bike were blowing up pretty much every yeah. race. It's the time when Apple Yards was really in dire straits with their yeah. bikes blowing up. Yeah. And um, they'll even say now, like I speak with Robin still and, and they're obviously doing amazing things and they've done amazing things throughout the super sports uh, career that they've been in. And that time in their career was not a good time. And um, yeah, yeah I've, I've got fourth positions and whatnot. And I think I might have finished, I don't know where I finished. Son, I fifth in the championship yeah. or something, but many, many DNFs because of the bike just kept blowing up, mate. Then, I remember just being on at, like warm-up laps, bike blow up. I'm not even started the just race. Like, <laughs> just like, no way. Universal language for I'm pulling off, mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then I went 2015 with Smiths. Yeah. And then first race. Testing oh. in Spain. <laughs> oh, mate. Come past me. I was on a super, I was a super bike, weren't I? And you, you literally come past me with so much lean out. You're like, Jay, you're going quick, mate. But, you but you're, mate, you're really... lent over far <laughs> too much. You had like your foot peg and your handlebar in the floor, but your head was like on top of the tank. It was the <laughs> weirdest thing I've ever seen. And I was like, mate, you're gonna, you're. I don't know how you've got any tire left. Like, I don't, I don't know how you didn't ride it off the tire. Oh, mate. Yeah. No, was, back back then though, like again, I, I would have been young, nineteen, I know, mate, yeah, nineteen, yeah. not knowing anything, no, raw just, still. Again, full just sense, going after that's it. Yeah, going at it. So then we we got into the season. I had a really good season with that. I won the first race of the season at Donington, and then yeah, I finished third in the championship. 
That was a good year. Though. Was, I remember was that a was a year. kind of a year for you. I think as your career. I remember. I think that's when a lot more people were sort of like, oh yeah, he's actually. Yeah, it's almost breakthrough because was, he had a couple yeah. of tough years in Supersport. <clears throat> yeah, and that was and like, then, look, he's put it all together. Yeah. So no, had a good team with Smiths. Um, Smiths gave me opportunity after obviously a difficult year with Apple Yards, and um, yeah, it was. Then I went and signed for Dave Tyson with MV, and it was really. I'll be straight. It was really the worst time of my life. Yeah. I don't know. And let's face, let's face it as well. For most of these experiences, you're paying, aren't you? Like in yeah. our earlier years of racing motorbikes, well, yeah, you're yeah. paying ta- for this. Yeah. And it's like going to a football team and going, "Yeah, I really want to play for you, Liverpool, but like, there's there's my ninety thousand pound a week salary for you." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it, it's, like, yeah, it's yeah, mad, yeah. isn't it? And so, even, it's getting it's getting worse, but yeah. So you're it's much worse yeah. than even when I first started. It was bad when I started. Now yeah. it's like doubly bad. It's not even good. Um, but yeah, road for for Dave. Terrible season. No, I didn't even do a season. I did three races and then Brands Indy. Um, man, I had so many in testing. The bike was... I remember going on like um, an MV test, an official MV test. Mm. So it's George, George Cluzel. Yeah. Um, what was his name? Um, Zanetti was there and Cami was there on Superbike. And it was me, um, and then I can't remember who else. And um, at that time, I think MV gave us the bikes. Weren't MV going up the old Swanee at that point? Was yeah, this yeah, like yeah. When so it's all, it's all like, bad, but bearing yeah. in mind, you got World Supersport. Jules Cluzel was winning yeah, races was top, at the time. Top, and we yeah. went to Cartagena, and they, they'd hired the track. And yeah. we, I think, ended up using one of their bikes or something along the lines of, of that happening. And... I remember at the end of that, so I'm riding with them and it was good because it was a good gauge to see where I was towards them. They had full traction control, etc. That must be, on a 600, that must be sick. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I never is, got yeah. to ride it, but their bikes, but my bike was obviously full BSB spec but with what their engines were. And I remember riding round and uh, at the end of their test, I think I ended up like only point one behind Jules Cluzel. So I, at that time yeah. I was thinking... Mate, MV's good. I'm going World Supersport. This is yeah. I'm just clean up BSB this yeah, year. Yeah, and I'm yeah. out of here. I'm gone. Yeah, and I was thinking MV's like mint. Bike handles great. Um, and actually, I had a really good team around me. I had Andy Machen um, and some uh, good mechanics as well. And basically, got into some first test again the following year and had massive crashes. Bike, no, no end of problems. Um, and then, yeah, found out that the bike was actually a stock bike. And in the end, I left Dave and I had nothing. I left him with nothing. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. was committed to, to leave him because I couldn't do it no more. I knew I was not going to be able to show my full potential on that bike. Not and even like you had a carrot dangled. It wasn't even like you had nah, someone there saying, I had Look, nothing. come on, come on. Literally yeah. had nothing in yeah. front of me. And I took the, to the risk of just stopping and hoping that someone would give me an opportunity. And uh, funny enough... I, I knew Lee quite well, and uh, I messaged him and said, oh. This is Lee Hardy. Yeah, Lee, Lee Hardy, yeah. sorry. And uh, I said to him, would you be willing to put another superbike out for, for me at a test just to see what I'd be like? Um, and he was like, yeah, all right. And I didn't expect him to come back and say that. Yeah. But where I was up front with him, he was up front with me, and mm. he says, well, if you do well enough in this two-day test, we'll run you for the rest of the year. And, uh, yeah. We went to Snetterton and uh, you would have been riding then. 
Was I on the Ducati then, or was I? On yeah, the... you'd have been Ducati, yeah. Because I, I think you, yeah, you that, swapped. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I stopped riding it, didn't I? And then went to the, the other, the um, Kawasaki that yeah. I was riding that year. <laughs> <laughs> the yes. old, the old now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was was funny that bike was bad. That Cadwell was funny. Yeah, that was. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but but that must be when you knew though, because you, when you got on that superbike, you you adapted rapidly. Like considering that you're going from riding a 600 to then a foul, like no traction. I know yeah. you don't have traction on the 600, but you need it on the superbikes. Like I like, couldn't believe the adaption that I actually made when I rode super. BM, I felt much yeah. more comfortable in the two day test than I had done riding 600s my whole time. It's like seemed to be the bigger bike. As soon as I Your got riding style, yeah, my riding style seemed to suit it a bit more. Which is funny. With, because I used to run so much lean, lean angle, yeah. but then in the end I, I changed it mm. a lot more when I rode that Triumph because it made me pick up the bike more because it had so much bottom and end. And you could, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And then I've got on the B, uh, BAM and uh, yeah, it was good. But do you remember the first race I'd done at Knock Hill? I don't. I thought your first race was Fruxton because no. I remember you being in the front row, weren't you? No, I did the first race at Fruxton and uh, no, at Knock Hill, uh, Knock Hill yeah. sorry. And I qualified 12th. Yeah. And uh, oh, I, yeah. I remember you I crashed. Remember, you and Shaky yeah, crashed. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you? I remember <laughs> two two laps into the race. I'm gonna do what he's done. No, two laps into the race, overtook Shaky. Yeah, I'm up to sixth position or You're something. Like, what am I doing? And uh, next thing you know, who comes flying past me? Shaky yeah. out yeah. of control, mate. Yeah, did he? Don't and I'm know, like, yeah. I'm thinking he's not happy because at the time, uh, Shaky was uh, my manager. Yeah, and I said to him before. I don't think it's good now that we're both racing each other and I think we need to go our separate ways. So it was all, at that point, was a little bit sticky situation because yeah. I said, what happens if one of us takes each other out? It's not going to look good and I'm going to be annoyed or you're going to be annoyed. Yeah. And this literally manifested into At the happening. hairpin. Yeah, he come past me into the hairpin, lost the front, took me out and then I got hit by Josh Wainwright. Yeah, yeah. Cleaned <laughs> off my feet, mate. Hit me so hard, mate. Spun me so yeah, far. I know. <laughs> And I remember just laying on the floor thinking my first superbike race is not going to What am I doing, well. mate? Yeah. And I generally thought... Dad said not to crash. <sighs> yeah, Dad said not to crash. No, yeah. no, but then I was thinking that is... What I said is going to happen has happened. Now I've hurt myself because I've been hit. Yeah. And I remember just getting stretched off thinking, I think I've broke my pelvis. And this is literally motorbike racing. And like, yeah. you go from being like the emotional roller coaster from racing. You're like, oh, oh I've qualified 12th, not too bad. See how the first race getting goes. Up to, oh, getting man, up there. I'm like, I'm I up can there. see the first five. Like, because you, you can, you then at yeah. that point, you're going, I can probably get on the podium here. Oh, well, you? I, no, I wasn't thinking that. You, you were probably thinking, thinking I can win it. No. <laughs> you definitely would have been thinking, oh, yeah, mate. God, this is funny. No, so I'm going to uh, win this. No, I was definitely no, thinking that. I can't remember and what then, I was thinking. But all of a sudden, you're on your ass, and yeah. then you're getting yourself up thinking, I went oh, to pick the bike right. up because Bomb. I was looking yeah, at yeah. Shaky because I was thinking he's picking his up. And at that time, I couldn't remember if you could pick your bike up in Superbike or not. I think he wanted not. to try and get into the pits probably yeah. straight away. Yeah. So, and I went to pick my bike up. Yeah. Smacked me, and then I was down, and then I finished 13th in the next race, which was wet. First time in the wet on Superbike. Probably saw. Yeah, yeah, well, so I got lifted onto the bike. And that's another thing with racing, isn't it? Like, for, for people, if you don't know, if you don't watch racing, like, we are expected, yeah. we expect for ourselves, really, yeah. more than anyone, isn't it, to get on the bike. If you're injured, you get back on. Like, yeah. Steph said to me once, oh, I can't believe you're telling people you're right. And I'm like, I am all right. Yeah, but I just remember. You have to, don't you? Yeah, yeah exactly. You, you tell them on. you're all right. But I remember just being, well, you don't get long between race one and two anyway. Nothing. But I remember being in, um, in the caravan at the time with Sarah. And saying like, I don't know if I can race. I can. I can't walk. Yeah. Like, and so what happened is I got lifted onto the scooter, 
And then I rode the scooter down and then Lee lifted me on the bike. And then uh, I could just get one foot down on the grid. And then I was away. But in the race, I was all right. I got going, but after the race, I was dead, mate. Adrenaline's so magnificent. Yeah, 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 yeah. It gets you through. Gets you through, yeah. But yeah, no, that was obviously good. And then I'd... I had some good moments. Um, I think then it was like, yeah, you, you're you going to... I definitely felt like that in that moment. Obviously, we was mates at that point, but I definitely felt at that moment you was you was going to be a successful superbike rider. I didn't know, know how far you could get. I know that you always do you be know determined. What, though? It's funny that you say that because my whole career, as much as when I was, like I was saying, when I was younger, being like a, a cocky little shit and thinking like I'm great. Yeah. But everybody else for my whole career has never thought I would do anything. It's weird. Is that motivated you, do you think? Yeah, I feel like everyone's always seen me as like, oh, yeah, he's not that good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Darren yeah. Dixon's son. Oh, yeah. He's not actually that good. Yeah. He's never that good. And it, it feel, I feel like I've got a chip on my shoulder to prove yeah. it. And I still feel like it's like that yeah. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he's, he's not that good. Yeah, it's not and, like, and, yeah. and I'm like, it fucking pisses me off. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. It pisses me off bad because I dedicate my life to it. And yeah. I ain't bad. Like, do you know what no, I mean? Mate, the the stuff that I've done is not bad. And no. I feel like that motivates me to, to yeah. keep going. And no one's seen the best of me yet. And I'm more determined than ever to show well, That's one of my questions that. anyway. Because I know like, people would say to me, oh, like, oh, um, oh, Jake shouldn't have gone to Moto2. And I'm like, mate, I got asked the question, like, does he want to be a shark in the small tank? Or does he want to be a small fish in the big shark tank with the yeah, boys? And exactly. I said to you, didn't I, when we had the conversation, you've got to go motor two, mate. Yeah. And, it, and that, like, obviously we'll get to that point in your career, but like everything that you do, like you're, you're obsessed. Like even when we were out mountain biking that time, do you remember? Yeah. And we were cycling yeah. back up the runs. Yeah, everyone yeah, else yeah, was, yeah. everyone else was pushing their bikes. We were yeah. cycling back up the runs, obviously yeah. for fitness. And there was them five steps or four steps, weren't there? Yeah. And until you got up them on the bike, clipped in, going, we I? couldn't <laughs> keep going, could we? And how fried was my head getting? And then when you did it and I couldn't do it, and then eventually I did, yeah. but you kept pushing me. And like, I think that's something like for yourself, like, yeah, like obviously years ago, I remember being in my flat and you being like, right, mate, what are you doing today? And I'm like, oh, I'm just in the flat. I've trained at six o'clock this morning. I'm training again at three o'clock. Yeah. So I'm like, what have you done today? Like 2,000 meter row. And I'm like, but what? That, I know, you didn't point, know, did you? I didn't know no. nothing. And then um, now, but now like you're training, obviously it's a completely different world and we'll talk talk about your career now, but how much you've like had to overcome and how much you've like to where yeah. you've got to now. Like you are a determined son of a bitch. <laughs> like I hated going against you because you just don't fucking give up, mate. No. Like, you don't, do you? Like no. let's be honest. Like, no, no, but you are, it's I think not in your DNA, is nah, it? It's my mentality and I think it's... If you're out running, yeah, and you feel shit in, in the first kilometre... And you've got nine to go. You'll do the nine kilometers at shit. 100%. But even if you walk it, you'll do Someone it. Someone says I've got to yeah, do yeah, you 10, do I'll do 11. Where me, I'll do a kilometer and be like, I feel like shit. I'm just going to go home, mate. Yeah, I'll no, do another no. nine tonight. No, you just keep going. You just you are relentless. And that is something that yeah. I'm actually jealous of personally because the relentlessness you have and like the determination and like the shit you've had to overcome, man. Like, mm. like We'll talk about it, but like from like Sarah getting breast cancer from you breaking yeah. your pelvis from like yeah. every single thing that you've overcome and you're 26 and it's like yeah. it's mad isn't it like it's I actually said, mad being 26 years old like young still and the the stuff that I've had happen I never thought would happen I know you you mm. can't obviously see where where life's going or what life path you're going down no. and what's going to happen in the future etc but 
that's all the stuff that's happened to me already has made me who I am today. So, yeah. And if I didn't have that happen, I wouldn't be who I am. Do you think and that shaped you? That's what I was going to say. Do you think that has shaped who Sarah, you are? Sarah, yeah. my wife, has shaped me to, to being who I am now. Because yeah. if I hadn't have met Sarah, I'd be fully off the rails. Mm. I, I wouldn't be where I am now, put yeah. it that way. And she gives me motivation. She gives me drive. She oh, gives yeah. me... Um, she she everything she she's my rock she's my everything she's the heart and soul of me best mate travel around the world with everything her. i can sp i spend every single day I with know, my wife yeah. and there's not many people that can spend every day with their wife no exactly yeah and i can tell you now look we're normal and we're normal people and, and we have normal experiences but we don't tend to argue that much yeah and Yes, obviously we bicker here and there yeah, but you, over, with, over normal yeah. stuff. But You're halfway across the world, aren't you, as well, most of the time? Shit, man. Like, I couldn't ask for a better person to be with. Well, for her to have to give up her, what she does. Like, in her ideal Honestly. world, she would, like, Sarah's obviously an avid Sa cook. No, no, no. She, she loves Sa Sarah her. Sarah yeah. is the most talented person mm. that is not, that is given up her dream to follow my yeah. dream. And yeah. I will never ever be able to repay her enough no. to to what she's given to me that I can give back to her. Yeah. So her just doing that gives me the yeah, motivation, yeah. and I succeed. will be world champion. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't care. I, I don't care to say it, and no. I don't care what anyone else thinks of arrogance. That. But it's not. No, it's not. No. It, it's drive. It's determination. It's hard work, and it's having the yeah. good support system. <laughs> I genuinely, I've said it to you. Know, how many times have I said it to you before? I genuinely think you're going to be world champion, and yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. Like, I no, know no, you're one of my best mates, but we talk the truth to each other, and exactly. I genuinely think the determination you've got. Like, I, I genuinely think you're going to have a MotoGP contract in 24. Like, I sincerely hope that you get that opportunity. Yeah. And um, but yeah, man, like for like. To do what we do, like to do what we do at the level you're doing it at, yeah. MotoGP. If you haven't got that support package, mm. like mate, you can't do it, can you? And like, and, and everything she like, like her role at racing, she's pregnant. Hey. At, at, at Silverstone, she's pregnant, yeah. lugging your helmet and yeah. levers around. I'm going, Sarah, what are you doing? She's like, I'm all right. And yeah, I know she, she's a doer, mate. Off me saying that, I know. Yeah. But she is a doer. And, and yeah. you know what? One yeah. thing that really gets her back up is when people go, so. Are you going to next? She's race? pregnant, by the way. Yeah. She's pregnant. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah, she's pregnant. So I keep telling her, "Are you <laughs> resting?" <laughs> yeah, but the the one thing that winds yeah. her up is people going, "Oh, Sarah, are you going along to the next race with Jake?" And she's like, "Are you stupid?" I'm his help. I literally because you have to have someone to help. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, you don't have to. No, but, but yeah. I I obviously have so the basically the the short Sarah's and, sim role, short and yeah. simple of Sarah she packs is your bags my she cleans your pants my accountant my accountant <laughs> yeah. my life um, yeah. advisor my helper yeah. my cook your partner obviously. my partner yeah. my lover <laughs> I feel sorry for her man she's got to have two kids to mother now and yeah with you yeah. obviously. Yeah, that's going to be experience. Yeah, you obviously you're going to be. And sometimes, look, I'm probably guilty for you know when Sarah's at the racing. Yeah. Say I've had a shit session and I come in and I'm fuming and because she's my rock and because she does everything for me that I tend to throw my shit at her. No, as well. I know. Yeah. But yeah. then that, yeah. that that's unfair on her because yeah. I shouldn't do that and I am learning to to, yeah. to not do that. But. It's difficult because then it upsets her because I speak to her like shit. But and that's because you see her as a mate as well. Like you're like yeah. best mate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'm just, it's not that 
I'm speaking to her like shit. I'm offloading and I, I need that to offload to, to clear my mind. But a prime example, right, of her telling me to get my shit together. I was in Japan this year and what happened? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think Friday had gone real yeah. shit. I know. Friday, we had one session, and it was an hour long. Monsoon. Was it the monsoon? Yeah, yeah, and it was dry, though. And I ended the session, I think, in 14th, and I was 1.2 off. Big Head gone, mate. Like, fully, fully not. Making changes through the session, bike not working. No, not, just not really doing. Not comfortable. Not, just, I don't know. I just didn't feel yeah. good. Wasn't coming. And, like, my head's well up my ass at this point. And I've got the ump, and we're walking back to the car. She just turns around to me and she says, if you don't fucking sort your shit out, your weekend's fucked. Like that. So, oh. Fully, fully like that. And I was like... Towel between your legs. Sorry. No, but I'm like... Yeah. That... And she's like... And then she just keep blazing to me. She's like yeah. proper... If you don't do this, this, this and this, it ain't going to be good. Blah, 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 blah. She says, you can make the... De you always can make the decision whether you want to hold on to it and let it linger through to the next day or yeah. get rid of it right yeah, now. Yeah. And um, luckily got rid of it. And uh, if it wasn't for her saying that, my weekend wouldn't have turned out the way it turned out. And I f went third in qualifying and then um, I went fourth in the race. Yeah, so do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, get over her it. just telling just me get that. Get over yourself. Yeah, yeah, she's just telling me to, you need to just get on with it. Yeah. So I think it's real good that uh, you have that support system uh, in racing. And unluckily, like I say, I've got that with Sarah. Yeah. And obviously, so then getting back to your career, obviously you went to, um, so it was that 2016, 2017. So you was with Lee Hardy, weren't you, 2017? You got yeah, into the show so down went, there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went Kawasaki, <laughs> yeah. Last. Uh, no, but I came back from a broken race. hip, didn't I? From end of 16, I broke my hip. Oh, yeah. And I lost my brakes. I hit the tire wall. Oh, mate, you got Smashed through. my hip out. Literally, weren't there? There was like a, a two-foot opening between Lee Jackson and, and some, somebody else. else. Yeah. And you went straight through the middle. Do you know what? I generally thought... If you hit Lee, you'd have broke his leg. Have, we yeah. would have been dead, mate. Yeah, that would have been bad. And if there's ever a so moment fast. that you feel lucky to be alive was that moment for me. And Any no-break moment. No, I've had a lot of I know you have. Well, mate, You've had too many now. And, um, yeah, obviously broke my hip. And I remember just laying there on the floor thinking... Was it painful? Mate, something Was it bad, yeah. No, because at the beginning, no, and it weren't. And I went to get up. Oh. And I remember looking down and, and seeing like my hip up here. Oh. 
and trying to get up oh. and going like, fuck, something's definitely not right. And I thought I broke my femur, yeah. but couldn't feel that. Like, it didn't feel painful at the time. And then um, they were like, like, you need to not move. Something's not good. They didn't know what it yeah. was. I says, I don't know. Something's not right. Just see your hips then, sticking through they, your levers. So, yeah. As soon as they pick me up, pain like you wouldn't believe. Oh. Put me in the... Uh, they didn't stop the race. Sure, Higgs didn't oh, stop the, the race. race. Yeah, yeah, but didn't stop the race. And I found it the, the strangest thing. Didn't yeah. stop the race. The the ambulance was on the track. Put me in. And mate, old mate's going like the clappers in the van, mate. Yeah. And I'm rolling around with a broken hip. safety probably. But mate, all of you are, yeah. I couldn't give a shit. Yeah. And I remember when he went off, mate, watching the video back. Big like puff of oh. like smoke, black smoke coming out the back, and old mate just it. giving yeah. it some. Yeah. And I remember getting back into the uh, medical center, and they were ripping my levers off, and they were like, "Right, this ain't good. We need to get your hip back in. Oh. You broke your hip." And I remember them just saying, "And dislocated it." Yeah, oh. I remember oh. they saying, "We're gonna give you morphine to take away the pain because this is gonna be real painful." And luckily, they had a orthopedic nurse on site that could. Pull it back in. They don't use. They don't That's have them at every disgusting. race. That makes so me sick, you yeah. think they don't have them at every race. Luckily, had them at this race, and they said, uh, "We'll give you the morphine." Mum was there. Mum never comes to the racing. I remember you. I remember Mum was there, and mum, yeah. mum came in. Mum's crying. Dad's crying. Sarah's crying. Everyone's fucking crying. I'm yeah. crying, and I remember him just saying, "Right, we're gonna pull it back in now." And I don't remember anything. And then remember just coming back round, and they were like, "Yeah, you passed out." Because of the pain was that Must bad. Have been, yeah. Your body just shut just down. Shut down. That's mad, so they pulled it? it back in, and then uh, they strapped it up and took me to the hospital. But that wasn't even the worst thing. Got to the hospital, and they strapped my legs so bad. The, the, the like, bearing in mind, BSB, fantastic Medical job to corona, like yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah. Like to this, even to MotoGP, I think they're they're probably the best. Mm. Like uh, in BSB. But they strapped my leg up to obviously keep it in place because if they said if they didn't strap it, it would just pop straight back out. <laughs> so obviously getting to the uh, hospital, I've been seven hours in this strap and it was killing me, mate. And I just said, look, the pain's coming from this. Can you just loosen it? They wouldn't loosen it. So it's like eight hours now and they loosened it eventually. <laughs> I'm screaming by this point. Loosened it. Then I got uh, the x-rays and everything and they was like, this is bad. Like, this is not good. Cheers, mate. Thanks for filling me with joy. Yeah. I know yeah, it's yeah. fucking bad. My, but then, my hip's yeah, but sticking out. It keeps I'm, popping I'm, out and you're like, me. Yeah, yeah, Cheers. yeah. I'm like looking yeah. at the x-ray and he's like, right, you've basically broke your pelvic, broke the corner of the ball socket. So like your ball socket sits in like that and I'd smashed the top of my ball oh. socket off. So I had no bone there. And uh, basically they had to plate the outside of it. But at that time, I think I broke the top of my ball of my femur oh, as well. Oh my gosh. But, so they fixed it all said to me right you'll be be good um good to ride tomorrow mate yeah no you'll be good but it's going to take 12 weeks of not walking so i had 12 weeks of not being able to weight bear but then i went to see a, a specialist on uh hips he's like the best in the world mm. and he says to me oh yeah you're not out of the clear now just because it's fixed he says you've got until you're out of the clear 18 months he says because in that 18 month your ball can die because basically in oh. In yeah. the uh, hip, the top of your ball joint, there's like like blood vessels. It's like limited blood flow to it. And they said, basically, if you've damaged that, they, they can't die. see that. Yeah. If you've damaged that, the ball of your hip will die. But you won't know. It could die in the last month. 
of this seven, 18 months. So it could be 17 months and it's just dying. And it'd just be like bristle. And, and then you'd have to have a hip replacement. Oh my gosh. So then you'd be out for even longer. So I wasn't out the clear for until, when would that have been? I'd done it in 16. So it would have been end of 18 maybe. That's yeah, it would have been end, uh, end of 18, yeah. Remember going away? We went away, didn't we? And using your crutches. We were not for a bit of a yeah, piss up, didn't we? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. With the girls, didn't yeah, we? Funny, love yeah. that. Yeah, and we were just getting all loose. Getting all la- yeah. lashed up in the hot tub. Getting all lashed. Don't do it, guys. That's getting like lashed. 10 yeah, times the effect. I bad. swear to God. It's bad. It? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Two pints ends up being like 20 Just getting pints. up to watch Conor McGregor UFC. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. Dan, Dan, you up, mate? Nah, mate. Nah, I'm not going back to bed. I don't want to watch this fight. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, so then basically it wasn't out of the clear. That took a long time. The to swimming, get. the amount of swimming you was having to do. Man, remember? I couldn't do anything other than swimming. <laughs> and I was doing 100 lengths a day. I got well fat. The heaviest I've ever been, mate. I was 72 kilos. Bearing in mind, I run at 64. So, like, yeah. I'm heavy. Yeah. And I remember you saying your head is fat, mate. Yeah, you're, you you, I remember just looking head. at you. I've never really looked at you and just thought you, like, you just had a fat head at that point. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I think all the weight just went to your head, mate. Yeah, it did, yeah. It went not many other places but. no <laughs> nah, but so then obviously you had to come back from that and 17 was a really good year actually we swapped to kawasaki um i got my first win at knock hill remember you getting in the showdown didn't you that at the um uh remember you got into the showdown silverstone. at silverstone yeah in the last like race mate 30 people monsoon, fell off wasn't it? Was like four finishers I finished third i know christian all had, christian had to do was to finish in the place that he was dude eating. i was shit in the rain like i was like eighth i know and, and then, then he come flying past me and i'm like yeah i ain't got that and then, then at, that po- at that point, in the during the race, I remember at that point you was out of the showdown. I was like, out, and then yeah. come down the na- new start, finish straight, and he's sliding down the Span thing. Span off, and, didn't he? and yeah. I'm thinking, well, he's all right, but yes, yeah, like, I'm in up. the showdown. I'm in yeah. the showdown, um, and then finished that, and then obviously it was in the showdown. Was so, you being paid? Was you being paid that first that that seventeen? That 17, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. You start so, your Lee, yeah, Lee paid me for, for so that was my first ever contract. year that I got paid. As an actual pro, because yeah. people lose. So that's throw probably the year, yeah. going back to your question before, yeah. that's probably the year before. that I thought, now I'm actually a professional motorcycle rider. Because people call because themselves professionals paid. and they don't get paid, do they? No, you're, you're, not go, professional. you're not professional. You're not professional yeah. until you start getting paid yeah, to yeah. ride. By your team. Yeah, yeah. by your team. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And um, yeah, so got to, um, I had a great year 2017. One races, or oh, one, two races. Um, many podiums and then got in the showdown and uh, didn't end how I wanted to. I think I finished sixth. But then... Um, and then 18 was the year, weren't it? Was 18... 18 was the year that I went for the championship. And that was the year that Sarah got diagnosed with... the, the no, aggra- 17. 17 she got... So that was 17 you was going through that then? Yeah. Yeah, because let's talk about 17 that. 17 that... Was, and, oh, yeah, well, obviously, well, obviously... I remember going 17 away... 17 was a big year because, like I say, I won two races. Yeah. But then... Straight after I won the two races, Sarah got diagnosed with cancer. Well, on the f- she went for like a checkup on the Friday. We was in Cornwall at the time, and she went. You was like, "Oh, Sarah's got a checkup at the doctor." Yeah, she's Larry's found a lump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on the Monday, you phoned me, and obviously you said, "Oh, it's, it's breast cancer." And I just remember just thinking, "Fucking hell!" Like, wow, like yeah. what? Like that? Like Man. even even me and Steph, mate. Like our world was like spun on its axis a bit, you know. And do you, like, do you know what? Over, how looking back through that though, like how yeah. did you? Because Sarah's going through this life-changing thing, yeah. Like and let's like touching on like you being a vegan. Yeah. Remember, Brad was like straight away cut out meat, and you was like yeah. Sarah's cutting out meat. I'm cutting out meat, and yeah. you actually stopped then and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for Sarah to try every day and to overcome this, obviously this is probably shaped who she has as a person now. Yeah. But like you're racing and then she's trying to support you racing you're supporting her in this and it was yeah. just it was madness weren't it it was just well how like, how'd you overcome yeah, that yeah first like, of all it was like 
when she got diagnosed with with cancer. Well, first of all, when Larry found the lump, you just think, oh, oh it'll be, be all right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she went to get checked. And then I remember driving to the Nuffield in Derby. It was like Thursday and Monday. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember going in and I remember the blokes called Mr. Sibrin. He sat her down and uh, he says, I, it's actually hard yeah. to speak about. No, it's cool, man. Because it was that. That's what I'm saying, though. The emotion, like no one knows what you had to actually get through. It's yeah. When she, uh, when she got diagnosed with cancer, he says like, "You've got cancer," and I just remember thinking, "Fuck you now." Now, what are you talking about? How is this happening? Yeah, you think <laughs> you don't think it happens to people, do you? you? Just, like you? No, but I was just thinking at the time, like, "Fucking hell!" Like, how can the nicest person in the world yeah. be? Be given such yeah. a shit fucking run, yeah, like yeah. such a sh like just such yeah. shit. And why her? Like, isn't it? It's like why? Yeah, why? 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 And I remember just driving back, bawling our eyes out, just and thinking, "What? What have we got to do?" Yeah. But then at that moment in time, I'm just thinking, like, and it was an aggressive one. It was an aggressive. It yeah, wasn't. Yeah, it weren't yeah, like it, it was. No, oh, you've got cancer. You're going to be fine. Free, it so was bad. It's like yeah. the, the most well, one of the most aggressive bad. cancers you can get. And all I was thinking is. I've never said it to her. I was just thinking, please don't fucking die. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, yeah, And uh, I would do anything for her and I still will to this day and I will till the day I die, mate. I will support that girl through anything that she ever goes through and she showed me resilience. In that moment, through that. In that moment of, in that moment of what she's been through and, the only thing that got me through it was the racing and her saying to me, don't let this affect your racing. Just, I, did you think it like, would it be fair it to say that? It motivated me. And it distracted you from that yeah, at that time. It motivated like, me. Yeah. And do you know what? I was more determined then because I was like, the fucking better I do, the happier yeah. she is. Mm. And I can't change what's going to be the outcome. All I can do is support her yeah. from the outcome. And uh, but at this age, you're not even old. Like, let's fact, like, oh, what 20, was you like 24, 23? No, 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 no young, no, younger, younger than that. 20, no, 21, mate, 21. And, and obviously, Sarah's older than me, Sarah's uh, 10, no, 11 years older than me. Mm. So, but she's fucking young mate, to have breast cancer. And honestly, just just touching on, on mm. breast cancer, like, if any women feel any lumps, yeah, literally yeah. go and get checked because. Yeah. It's such a big thing that women are scared to go and get checked, and, and same for men with uh, testicular cancer. Yeah, testicular yeah. cancer. Go and get it checked. It's it's a big thing, and, and men, it's fine to go and 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 get help because yeah. don't feel embarrassed by it. It's nothing to be embarrassed by. And if you wouldn't have gone, imagine if you imagine if like let's let's say because I'm I'm sure it was like a Wednesday, like she found the lump, and I'm sure Thursday you guys were driving to yeah. the clinic to have it yeah. checked out. Like imagine if she left it. Like no, the NHS. You know I mean? No, like, the yeah. NHS said no. Uh, we can't get you in for another two weeks. And then she went on her private healthcare yeah. the next day. Yeah, and then so got called it, on a Monday. Listen, yeah. if it's for the NHS, yes, they do a lot of great things. She may not be here today. No, exactly. Yeah, it's only because she had private healthcare that I feel that it saved her life. Yeah, and then she obviously had all the chemo treatment, everything, and uh, 
and the quickness of that, like you literally went on a Thursday, Monday they phoned you and was like, come yeah. to the, come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that was that quick, And then she it? obviously had all the chemo at home. Um, but if you ever, if you ever think you've got it difficult, right? Yeah. Or racing's difficult or this is difficult. If it's difficult, nothing is difficult because if you see what your wife what, and, and goes helpless. through, my wife, she's not even my wife at this point. Yeah. My partner's going through at this point. That's fucking difficult. I couldn't comprehend it. Yeah, and like, 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 I, yeah. like, not not even like. Yes, it's hard for me, but what she's gone through is is fucking miles you just harder. Take I'm it just, off her. Yeah. I just, just want. Yeah, I just want to take it yeah. and 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 make everything better for her. Yeah, I know what you're saying. So, yeah. I would yeah, like I say, I can't describe the 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 roller coaster we went through. As a, a couple together to to get her through it. Was so you building the house at this point as well? Well, no, the house was built, weren't it? No, twenty. The house was no, built, the weren't it? The first day she had chemo, we moved into the new house. So yeah, so as so as all this is going on, the yeah, new, she's we, on we, site. We, I remember her yeah, being on site at yeah, the house, being, yeah. having all the house built. Yeah, yeah. Like what shows her character? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's she dealing with this and having the house built, mate. She's <laughs> she's double she hard, mate, relentless. Yeah, and. She's my inspiration um, to to what she's done and what she's been through, mm. and I can't. The, the story's long, man. But I think we're gonna uh, do a podcast with Sarah. I'm gonna get her on here. No, I gen <laughs> yeah. generally think you should. She's more interesting <laughs> than what I am. So, but she's um, mm. w what she went through with that was was really really difficult, and uh, she went through so many different. It went on for a year, and it was like a roller coaster, yeah. wasn't it? And that was during the 18 season as well. Yeah, right? yeah, Where you still, was yeah. I think it was halfway through the 18 season we got mm. given the all clear. Yeah, best best moment. Yeah. No matter what. Any racing, any 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 racing, any anything yeah. that just her getting told she's in the clear, yeah, is miles more than anything. That yeah, put it into part. life. That that's put it in perspective. Sorry, what life's all about. At that moment, then I knew racing's not everything. Nothing mattered, did it? Nothing apart mattered. from her health. Nothing mattered other than getting her healthy. And, yeah. and now she's as fit as ever, mate. And now we're having a baby, which I yeah. never thought we would even have because she obviously had cancer and. It kills the eggs, mm. and uh, remember she, she, remember it, she yeah. went to the uh, fertility clinic. She won't mind me saying, um, and they told her, "Yeah, your chances are pretty, pretty slim. You're pretty not going to get pregnant." And then, so I feel like we're having a miracle baby. Is now, the baby so. going to be called Miracle? <laughs> Baby's going to be called Miracle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. No, it's good. And, uh, and when's the baby due? Baby's due in March. Ooh. So not long now. She's. Getting big. She's actually currently ill at the minute. I'll so. give you some tips, mate. I've got so many no, baby tips. No, I don't need any First baby of all, tips I was like, you. mate, he told, you told me the news, didn't you? And I was like, have you booked any baby classes? No, I haven't. No, but I'm Gibbs, doing it on I natural went, instinct. No, I literally... I'm winging it. When my baby's born, winging it yeah, on a natural... I could have literally delivered the baby. I felt like but I Dan, could have just faced you off the You are midwife. the most useless person when it comes to anything in life. No, DIY. Dan. Steph does all the DIY. She does, yeah, that's true. Steph is the doer in the relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My you, wife's pretty special. <laughs> I don't even know what you. I don't even know what you bring to I the relationship. I just go out. I'm like the hunter gatherer. I just go out and just get I'm money. Actually, I know what all you. I, I know what you bring to the relationship. Yeah. I know what you bring to the relationship, but we can't actually. No, we'll, we'll keep PG, this PG. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep this PG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I I am pretty useless at some things. Hopefully, I'm good at podcasting. We'll see. Well, hopefully, people will obviously keep tuning yeah. into this. But but then obviously, yeah. So you got to 18, didn't you? 
Yeah, you had a good year anyway. You battled. You literally lost the race at Assen, weren't it? When the yeah, bike, bike broke. blew up. Yeah, and that was up. it, weren't it? Yeah. And then it was like you couldn't do anything else, could you? No. And was there one race to go after that? It was brands. Yeah, brands. It? Yeah. yeah. And I, I did it all. I, I did all I could do. And fair play to Leon. Leon rode great, and Leon had the the better season. Yeah, yeah, in the end, yeah. So. And then obviously that I was a, that was a turning point, weren't it? We went to Austria, didn't we? In 18, was it Austria? We were in eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, it was like yeah, 18. eighteen. Yeah. You was like, mate, I'm gonna go and uh, have a chat to a couple of GP yeah, teams. Do yeah, you want to come yeah, out yeah. to Austria? And yeah. I was like, yeah, all right, mate. Yeah, come on in, mate. What a couple of helmets trying to travel abroad. We oh get my to, god! So I'm... our flight is delayed <laughs> to Vienna. We land in Vienna, didn't we? We have a hire car yeah. booked here for like 11 p.m. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. take us to our hotel, which is probably about an hour from the airport. Yeah. We the flight was delayed and delayed. We end up in Vienna, wouldn't we? Like 12, yeah, one mate. o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, but. And no like, taxis, no, ta- no hotels, no taxis, no hotel, high, fully high car places shut, shut. And we're like, mate, we need, we need to be at the track tomorrow. I literally just flagged this geezer down on a taxi. I'm like, hotel. And he's like, hotel. I'm like, hotel. Take us to a hotel. Sorry, do that again. Mate, mate ho- hotel. <laughs> hotel. Yeah, that was more Italian. <laughs> anyway, we get in this cab, don't we? We're just driving nowhere. Yeah. And this geezer pulls up to this ropey old roadside services and it's got some shitty hotel on the side <laughs> of it. And we're like, mate, whatever, we'll sleep here for the night. Bearing in mind, we had that lovely hotel booked. Oh man! And the next day we're in we're in meetings, aren't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we went there and it was good, wasn't it? We met. Um, who did we meet? I don't know. Man. I was oh, acting no. as your like representative. No, no, no. I was we just, met. Like, um, put him on the bike. He's great. I didn't know who he was. Yards, the boss. No, the the bloke, that celebrity, who does all the like junk sales. I, I nearly had a fight with a German no, guy in Bob, a garage. Bob is it? I don't know. No, who oh is? no! Ah, oh. oh, that's going to come back to me. Little dude, long grey hair, black glasses. Yeah. Ben, you're going to have to chuck a picture. I'm going to get a picture of him. You're going to have to throw this picture out of him, mate. But, yeah, what's, um, what's his name, mate? Uh, um... he, he, threw a, he threw a hazelnut on the floor at me, yeah, and he said, step on it. And I said, no, I'm not stepping on it. And he said, step on it. And I stepped on it. It had like a, uh, no, it's a walnut and it had like a condom in it, didn't it? And he went to me, that'll probably be too small for you. In his accent. <laughs> and I was like, Cheers, yeah, mate. he's American, wasn't he? Yeah, that was American. Thanks, yeah, back in yeah. <laughs> But I remember, talk about me, yeah, being like blase about things. We literally... So we went, didn't we, with the bosses of MotoGP and we sat no. there, didn't we? So I take you with me and I just laughed the up most hospitality. embarrassing I thing it. that could happen happened. I was hospitality hopping, weren't I? You was, but I'm there in front of one of the bosses and he's like, yeah, I think you need he's to sign bollocks. him, mate. He's, he's the, the bollocks. bollocks. And I'm like, oh my God. He's the bollocks, mate. Here when you oh races. <laughs> no, mate, this is all you need is me and your background. <laughs> oh my God. But then we go in this, we go in this meeting, yeah, and matey boy's like, yeah, come in here, mate, have a yeah, sit but down. What, what we're forgetting out of all of this... I raced against you at this time. Yeah, but you used my best mouth. I was just but, helping you out anyway. It didn't really matter, did it? D- not many people would do that. No, I know. But we're, we're, we go. So we sat in this office, yeah, and he's like, the, the, one of the bosses is like, yeah, you don't want to ride for this team. You don't. This, this team's good. This team's good. This team's good. And he said, oh, by the way, literally, yeah, and it, this is literally how it went, isn't it? Word for word. You're sat at the front of the desk. I'm sat sort of behind you. And he's like, do you want to ride um, the KTM at Silverstone? And I went, Mike Trimby. And, yeah, and, and you go, and you go, what the GP bike? And he's like, yeah, yeah. They they, they need someone to fill in, and and you you literally just went, yeah, all right, mate, yeah. And we and we left, and, and I went to, I literally, I, I'm going to swear now, but I said, mate, you literally op- offered a fucking MotoGP ride, uh, and he was like, yeah, what? And I was like. MotoGP, like, <laughs> mate, it's the, it's the best, it's the best thing in the world. Like, it's like someone coming up to a British touring car driver and offering them a Formula One drive. Like, it's the best thing in the world, and you're just so blasé off the cuff about it. And I was just like, geezer, this geezer is a lemon. Yeah. Like, why does he not? And I was like, yeah, if he don't do it, I'll do it. 
Imagine me. Oh my god. Yeah, but it never came through in the end because uh, no, they, Baza they, they wanted like... somebody with experience on MotoGP yeah. bike, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, Which yeah, was yeah. fair because yeah. that would have been loose. Yeah, it was mad, mad times. But then obviously, yeah. So so you, then you went into Moto Two, didn't you? And yeah. like. It's but but it, there's but, so many things like yeah. literally we could roll on all know, day and all day because so I done wild cards in I did one Valencia. two wild cards in seventeen took Ramos with you you wouldn't mind Ramos yeah. would mind me saying that you you yeah. and him probably no it was good good you gelled well didn't very you? common he good used to calm you down because you was a little wanker at some points in your career Dan, we've totally forgot remember I come crying to you mate in seventeen the beginning of the year when my, all my team walked out oh left yeah me. yeah and this same year I left Lee. And this, just left Lee in the lurch. Yeah, and, and what about this same year? You uh, went to Cabell Park. Remember that test? You went to Cabell Park? Oh, and, this, and you is, this is your famous story. No, but not you even me. I'm just saying. You literally come to me and we was we was No, testing. but this is what I'm saying. This yeah. is your story. You always say this. You're I know. like, I don't know how no, you've done like, this. We went to a test at Cabell Park and you were slower than me. I was on a Superstock 1000 bike, weren't I? And you was like 1.1 slower than me on a yeah. stocker. Bearing in mind, you should have been probably like three seconds quicker than where you were. Yeah. And I was like, how's the test? She was like, oh yeah, mate, really shit. Like, oh, not in a good place. And you was in a bad place actually at that yeah. point. Yeah, because it yeah, was a yeah. terrible day. Oh my God. It would have been better if you didn't actually ride the bike that day. But anyway, you come to the race. Didn't, did you win it? Didn't you win it? Or no, did you... I finished second. Yeah, you finished second. Like a week later. And, and I was like, mate, how the, how the fucking hell did you turn that round like that, man? And I, <laughs> but yeah, there were so many stories, isn't there, in the years. Literally, we can keep rolling like the team, off, yeah. mate. Saturday night at Brands. And you you was like all oh, Friday night brand. You was like, mate, I've got no team, and you was literally, yeah. you 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 beat, you was punching. I come in the motorhome, yeah. and you was crying, and then you started punching up the motorhome. And you were like, mate, and I said, geez, calm the f calm the <laughs> fuck down now. Yeah. You can't be doing this. Like, yeah. it's gonna get sorted out. Like, yeah, yeah like, chill. You can't change anything. But it right was now. the best thing that ever happened because then I Glenn came in. Glenn did come in. Oh, and then yeah, Glenn was. just reinvented. Everything, everything, like it? and and, and brought basics, and then that's when I got my first win. And that's when your relationship with Frankie formed, weren't yeah. it? Around that time as yeah, well. Yeah, and yeah, Frankie's yeah. now your manager. Manager, yeah. And, and he was crew Joe chief. In... Me as crew chief, yeah. Yeah. So that every every this is what I'm saying. Every good thing happens when it's meant to happen in yeah, life. Definitely. And at, at the minute, I think, like for instance, I wish I got a win this year, but my time's not ready yet. No. My time will be ready when it, when it's meant to it be It wouldn't ready. be ready if you just pulled your finger out at the start of something in races. Yeah. <laughs> no, and mate. if I'd made less mistakes, but this is all learning and I'm but not ready for it. Mate. I'm not ready for let's it Let's just, the Moto2 bikes in general, like with the Superbike, like as an equal comparison with the Pirellis on a Superbike, you can feel the front moving. You, yeah. can, you can go through Druids, be on, losing yeah. the front completely, yeah. and you go, oh, I'll just dig my knee and pick the gas up, or up, drive off the corner. Yeah, yeah. Mate, the, the Pirellis, the um, the Dunlops that you guys use, you don't have They're feeling, like concrete, do you? Yeah, you, you literally do. You do you? Like one race I've been watching this year, and it was like, Canet was just out front, and he was just performing. He had a solid race. Yeah, he was just bang, bang, every, and he just crashed like out of like just I nothing. I think it was Texas. Yeah, Texas, yeah. and I think Joe Roberts did the same. Maybe yeah, he was out Barcelona. leading. And like, let's just talk about how hard these bikes are hard, to man. ride. They're not, yeah, but they're not just the tires; it's the chassis that goes with it. And and I'm used to it now. But I yeah. remember the first test when I rode in 19, and I just remember just thinking, "Oh my god!" Coming from a production bike, but this is when KTM were were going they were pulling they were motor two. But weren't they pulling all their motor two out? Yeah, but that was only halfway through the season that they'd done that. And KTM were in dire straits, mate. I'd got on the worst bike you could ever get on. And you that that's with the team you with now, weren't it though? Yeah. But then you, so, you got back with them, didn't you? I was like, back, back with, with them the family. Now, so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But <sighs> mate, we've got mo so much most to talk difficult about. No, most difficult point in my yeah. career is yeah. twenty nineteen. 
I generally wanted to finish. I, I wanted just to keep quit. saying, Joe, come on, mate. Like, just, yeah. innit? just don't just. Yeah. I actually thought one at one time, I genuinely thought if you crash again, mate, like I actually was worried about you, like personally, like actually yeah. worried. Like I'd talk to Sarah and be I like, generally, Jake, all right. it's the first time I've experienced depression. Well, I was going to say to you, like, like now you're like quite a big advocate for mental health and mental health awareness and that. Yeah. These points, yeah, people don't understand. Like before you jump on social media and start slagging off riders, yeah. you, these people don't understand that already, yeah, we are at that breaking point, like mentally. Like yeah. Our wives will we, know, we, our family. We, we beat ourselves. So, Beyond, no, ma yeah. so no matter what old mate says from his sofa mm. on his keyboard shooting us that we already feel shit mate you yeah, don't need to no. say anything you should be bigging people yeah, you up you should mate. be support yeah. and this is what i don't understand if you're a bike fan right don't shoot us down <laughs> fucking support us Pick because us we're yeah. the ones that at the end of the day are entertaining mm. and doing what you guys love watching yeah. so don't shoot us down support us we're all out there fucking trying risking our lives R i know we get paid Ritz, for it but Ritz we get a bad yeah. rap in moto moto, yeah. moto 2 moto gp yeah I can tell you now, none of them guys would get on the bike, crash, keep crashing, keep no. crashing, keep crashing, and keep trying to go to the limit. They'd crash once and then be, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. But we get on and on and on and on because we, we want to keep going. We want to succeed and crashing's part of it. So just support us. Don't, this is what really frustrates me in, in, you call yourself a fan, but if you're, you're yeah. not a fan, if you are slagging people off, like the football. People want so leading up to the World Cup, England, the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah, come on, England, come on. Yeah. Yes, the best thing. When we're winning, yeah. Then when we lose and oh, we go shit. out of the top sixteen, you shit. Yeah. Harry, Harry Kane, Kane shit. shit. Yeah. Harry Kane's not shit. Yeah. Do you know what Harry Kane is? Yeah. Fucking good player. And do you know what he does? He's so he's got so much pressure on his shoulders that none, none of them people will ever experience in their life. All the racist stuff they had last year as well, weren't they? Ridiculous. It, it blows it? my mind. And they're not fans, And then they, they wonder yeah. why people take their lives. And why people don't want to... Yeah, why people take their lives. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because it's of people like that that shoot you down. Yeah, yeah. So come on, guys. Like, this is this is to the every general fan. Just, don't yeah. shoot us down. Support us. Get behind us. Because we're doing it, we're doing it for you guys. Yeah. Before you type that shitty yeah. message, when just you think, think how it's going to yeah. make me feel. I've I've gone off social media now because I remember you took yourself off before, weren't it? The, the abuse yeah, was bad. Halfway I used to through be like, this year, I took myself off because I experienced so many negative comments to me saying you shit. I said to you, don't up. read them, mate. Didn't I? You said, no, turn yeah, your yeah, notifications yeah. off. Yeah, give up. Yeah. you're not good enough. Yeah. This, that, and the other, and mate. I'm leaving myself out there now, but I've I've cried when it comes down to people saying shit stuff to me yeah. because I care what people think about me. Yeah. Where I shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. And I don't now yeah. because actually it's irrelevant what anyone thinks. But I'm human. I have emotions and I've I'm beating myself up as much as anyone can throw any comment at me. And the shit thing is, you're really good at riding motorbikes and this is your job. So yeah. it's like going to work, yeah? And if, you, if you're if you a trader and you have a bad trade and you lose a lot of money, imagine that, but then, then having a hundred people or thousands no, then of people going, there going, yeah. You're shit at your job. Yeah, yeah. You're shit. You're shit, mate. Give up, you're shit. Yeah, you're shit. Useless. Yeah, I know. I switched off my emotions quite a few years ago to all that because... Yeah, like I just I know I know the sort of impact it has, and and when you have kids, it will change because you you 
won't care about what people say because yeah. the only thing that matters is your wife and your kid. Yeah. And and when you have kids, that changes. But, but imagine like what I would say to somebody who's about to type a really shitty message. Imagine that's your kid, yeah, and someone's writing them things about your kid. Yeah. What you're about to write. Well, like, you're not, you're you, not you, going to do it. Like That's just not a nice thing to do, is it? Or just but, offer them out in but, the paddock, mate. When you see him, just offer them out. Yeah, can't. That's imagine, no, imagine you, you, you know what the thing would yeah. be? They'll be nice to your face. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hello, mate, can you sign this for me? Yeah. But you don't know them because they're hidden but, behind their keyboard. But the yeah. problem is, I'm all for the fans. I love my fans. Yeah. That, that's a, well, so now your following's going me. from strength to strength. Obviously, your, your podiums. Yeah. You and, and you do wear your heart on your sleeve. Like You're, you're emotional, but you're not emotional... But you're inwardly, then what you're, we're like, yeah. I'll be like to what they're... Yeah, exactly. I'll speak yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah. I'll give them the time yeah. of day. I'll yeah. spend... You treat anyone the same. Yeah. I'll go beyond. And in the end, people... Like my media guy tells me I need to stop. Mate, you need to calm Because yeah. I'm, I'm doing too much. Giving too much time yeah. instead of your own time. And rather than focusing on the time that I need to be focusing on. and But that that's just me in general. I will always do that. And I'll always give to the fans. And I love my fans, the people that support me and... Like I say, the the good side of it, there is so many good fans, and yeah. it's not all negative. No, exactly. And um, yeah. we need to obviously get that out there as well. But touching back on the mental health thing, obviously I experienced it bad in 2019. Yeah. I had a voice in my head. Still have it there now. I named her Cheryl. Like doubt, like doubt, like self doubt. Yeah, so I need to call her she, self -doubt she's then. that negative thought I always have. So whenever something good happens, something negative always comes in. Yeah, everyone has it. And I put a name to it because it helped me just put a, a silence to her. And yeah. this, this is where Sarah came in. And this is where Sarah was really good because sh she's so good mentally. Where did the name with... Cheryl come from? Do you not like Cheryl's? Sarah, like Cheryl, Sarah you... says... Does call Sarah, Sarah not like a Cheryl? Oh, yeah, <laughs> so any Cheryl's we'll out there, we, that. we don't like yeah. <laughs> Sarah, we're going to ask you about Cheryl. Yeah, so no, but that that for me helped me overcome um, my, my state uh, that, that I was in at that time. And I can... Honestly, I've never ever experienced so many low moments in my life. But I think it could have been down to I'd never sounds stupid, but grieved for what happened for Sarah yeah. in her cancer. Because you was because you were dealing with because it. Because I was dealing with it and I was just yeah. fully on it. And I think yeah. in the end, a year out, it hit me. I was having a shit season, didn't want to race anymore. Obviously, all the shit that's happened. And it's real shit's real, man, when when you feel shit. It's bad. Was this the first point you went to GP? Yeah. So was this first so, year? So let's just talk about as well. Not only the fact that you're you've got a load of new tracks to learn. You're on a new bike, a new championship. You've got you've gone from eleven or twelve rounds at the time. BSB was yeah. twelve rounds. Flying everywhere. You've gone to fl so driving everywhere here to flying everywhere. Yeah. Twenty times a year, not yeah. with testing. Then, like how then hard, going how from hard winning was that schedule, winning the year before to starting at the back. To being at the back yeah. on a shit bike. Crashing, crashing. Hurting yourself. Crashing a lot. Big crashes. Adapting Knock your myself style. out. Yeah. And uh remember the rear brake thing, like you said, like, I need to use rear brake, rear brake, yeah. rear brake. Yeah, yeah. And I had to yeah, I had to adapt. I had to start using the rear brake. I went, mate, I've been through I've been through so many different tough times. And yeah. this is why I spoke the other day and I wanna get I wanna use my platform. Not that it's massive, but the even the platform that I have, I wanna use to to try to support mental health yeah not just men's mental health but also women yeah. for for every person out there to to talk about mental health because it is a big thing not only riders not only athletes but just general everyone. public everyone in in the world should be given a voice to be able to talk that they feel bad um and 
that that they should be able to talk and have someone to talk to. And I think the more and more people we can get to talk, the less people that we will get to to have that that end their life. And uh, obviously, that's such a, a a sad time. And I wanted, like I say, use my platform, and I want to do more things to help charities, help um, just use my profile to to boost to what I want to do. I actually spoke to MotoGP to try and do something where I can um, do something with them to, to get it across to more. more of their platform as mm. well and really want to make a difference in the life of not just racing. I'm, I'm going to be world champ. I know I will. And um, obviously the more I grow my platform, it will help me to to help other people reach out to them and, and make a better impact hopefully in their life as well we always do you know what like me and steph like i always we always talk about mental health and things like that and we just say like we just have this sort of like weekly check-in like yeah. you're all right like how you coping like because if you can't talk to your wife about how you're feeling or your wife can't talk to you about it who can she talk to like yeah. some people i know find it a bit easier to talk to other people yeah. but yeah i mean just spreading the word obviously just talking, but even even yeah. me putting that post out the other day yeah um i'd just done it because i just wanted to f- just put the feelers out and, and just a little backstory that even athletes struggle. we all struggle yeah. we're human aren't we yeah, yeah. so yeah. We're, we're all we're all in the same boat we're all in it together and the only way we'll overcome it is by talking and i had a few people message me saying that they've been struggling and obviously it was nice to see that they'd reached out to me and uh i just tried to give some information that i found helped me back to them and um listen at the end of the day that's miles more than anything we can do on a motorbike mm. is making sure every person is humanity is has good. a voice it has a voice and is good so yeah that that's what i wanted to say on that part and hopefully i i can do something more to to reach out to them mm. right mate let's go and get ourselves a drink because we have been waffling for a little while now i've got dry mouth yeah and um and we're going to come back for part two thanks for tuning in to the first ever episode of pushing the limit podcast with me danny bucken Be sure to tune in next week where we've got part two with Jake Dixon. And in the meantime, check us out on all the socials, Pushing the Limit Pod. Catch you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.